Hello everyone, welcome to the Creative Lounge. In today's episode, we'll be talking with La Petite Rest, a marketeer, photographer, and a watch collector whose content is going to inspire you to buy yourself your next watch. Hi La Petite Rest, thank you so much for joining us today. To start off, can you tell us three things that we should know about you? Oh gosh, well, thank you for having me. Um, this is definitely my first kind of interview, so this is, you know, kind of intimidating, I would say, and scary, <laughs> but cool. Um, three things that you should know about me. Well, one of them is uh, I'm Arab. Not many people know that. Uh, I'm a photographer, first and foremost, before I fell in love with watches. Um, and I am a marketer in the watch industry. That sounds like the perfect combination of skills you need to start an Instagram account. Um, and with that in mind, I want to ask you, why did you decide to focus on watches and to start your Instagram account? And what exactly sparked your passion for watches? Why an account that is specific to watches is pretty much because I fell in love with them. It is my job on a daily basis, so it does get a little bit hard to come back home and still talk about watches. Um, because all I do all day is talk about watches, think watches, photograph watches, <laughs> write about watches. Um, so I thought that I would just kind of channel that into my own personal space it's something that I enjoy I love how you're combining like fashion with watches and you're showcasing like different ways to to wear watches that are complementing the the entire outfit um, and I wanted to ask you what do you think is the reason that men are so much more involved with watches uh, and do you think that nowadays more and more women are also starting to kind of like build up their interest for watches and, and collecting watches Oof. Wow, um, I think I think women and men have, throughout time have liked watches, but it's just the industry or maybe the way the industry has worked over time is that they targeted all the communication, all the marketing towards men. They always put men in the forefront. And if they didn't, they just put women in like a fashion-y type of thing. And so we are used to having a watch as an accessory. A lot of women will still buy a watch like, oh, it matches my jewelry, oh, it matches, you know, this outfit, that outfit, stuff like that. I think that is starting to change a little bit more, uh, probably with the use of social media, you know, the expo just exposing all these different brands, what they offer, the cool stuff that they have is not just the brands that have been talking to us for years, you know what I mean? So there's nothing wrong with, for example, brands like Chopard. Uh, Bomme Mercier had done a lot of like women's pieces again. Um, and maybe you guys are just built in your brain to like all these like little pretty things and you know, technical stuff that maybe sometimes not a lot of women are interested in. But we are moving a lot more towards that, women that are starting to appreciate horology for what it is. And I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I think we need more of them, but not out of peer pressure, but generally just out of their own interest. You know what I mean? I don't think we have to do it just as women, just because we think it's cool and we're going to be better than men and stuff like that. No, I just think if we're really interested in it, then yes. And if we're just interested in a fashion watch, then so be it, you know? Um, and I wanted to ask you about your favorite watch. Do you have a favorite watch and, and why? I'd say from my own collection, definitely a little bit cliche to say but my rolex i think just the story behind it the way i was able to acquire it um the uniqueness of the piece as well i didn't go for like a standard they just i did want something a little bit different unique um in a way i think it's just all these criterias that i had and how well it fits them as my first watch my first high-end luxury watch 
Um, why I love it, I think it's just the meteorite dial for me is what's insane about it. I just think, you know, the, the, just the pattern on the dial, how unique it is for every single person that has it out there. The size, the fit is perfect. Um, the class, it's just a really classic watch, right? You know what I mean? With a little bit of edge, kind of, this is maybe pretty much how I describe myself. A little bit classic, but with a little bit of edge, but crazy. But still, uh, still quite classic and refined. Um, uh, so yeah, that's my favorite watch for my collection. I guess for those of us who don't have Rolex, what is, what makes it so special? You know, they have so many brands out there and everyone seems to be like drawn by, by Rolex and, and the way that it looks on your wrist. Can you explain that in a way, if, if you can? I think it's really, there's no science behind this. Maybe on a personal, like from maybe a personal point of view, I would say Rolex has had a lot of time to nail that equation. You know, they have the perfect equation of the perfect watch and how it's supposed to sit on your wrist. They know the trends, they know what people like. Rolex has been around for years, 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 you know, more than a lot of other brands. But it's, it's in the same sort of essence of where you say a Patek Philippe also, you look at it and you're never gonna say, oh, that's, not a nice Patek. So always find something that you like at these two brands. But in the end of the day, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell people that that's where they need to start. You know what I mean? It's really hard to say what the right watch to start with is. You know, the standard really is kind of, you think you want to own a high-end luxury watch, you start with a Rolex. And I'd say simply because of the brand value just the name of the brand is so heavy you know it's had so much time in such a like a prime position that people over time realize or know that when you're wearing a rolex you are of a certain status you earn a certain amount or you know you represent a certain kind of like layer of people and a topic i wanted to discuss with you is analog watches versus digital watches um what are your thoughts obviously analog no i mean this one <laughs> Obviously analog because I mean if you really think about it what's the point of a smartwatch if you can look at your phone that does exactly the same genuinely what is the point I think it's nice to have a smartwatch that you wear to work out you know it's kind of cool to like measure your steps and you all these little bits and bobs that a normal analog watch can't do but the rest you know all the other cool functionality. For me, it's a lot cooler that you're able to put pieces together that eventually give you the time or eventually tell you what day it is. You know, there's so many cool brands out there, like for example, Ressence and how they tell the time, how the watch winds, um, how you get it to operate. I think it's just a little bit more innovation than just a smartwatch, I think. You know, smartwatch is so basic these days. You can make computers that small, you know what I mean? It's not. Not mind-blowing anymore. In the 90s, maybe. Like, when we had a smartwatch, it's like, wow. Computer that small? That's insane. A watch is more than just telling the time. For me, it is a lot more than that. It's a, also a fashion statement, right? It's some, an accessory that you prefer. For example, you're never going to find a digital watch that looks as classic as wearing a normal analog watch. Never, ever, you know? No matter how much they try, they still have to be do it a little bit thicker. It has to have like all these electrical bits and you know, it looks more modern. So as someone who, who works in, in the industry in retail, um, and we already talked about buying a watch for yourself and like obviously the first thing you have to like it, but 
from a perspective of functionality, what are your advices for anyone who's looking to, to buy a watch? What they should be looking for in a, in a watch to, to make sure that they're buying something that doesn't only look good, but it's also going to last for a longer period of time. Again, criterias are very personal. You know, I can never sort of tell someone that this is definitely the right watch for you. It would need to be a lot of questions and answers and, you know, trying to dig deep to really what is their motivation behind buying them. It's, it's the same with shoes. It's the same with clothes. It's the same with anything. So it's the same with watches. You, first of all, you have a certain budget, so that already limits you. You know, not everyone has unlimited amount of money to go and buy themselves a Richard Mill. Uh, like I said, the purpose of buying the watch, are you wanting it as status? Are you wanting it to wear to a wedding? Are you wanting it to wear to every day? So there really isn't a magic formula of what's the right watch to start with. I think it's really down to preference. It's so many different factors that help you decide or narrow down on that final watch. I, I still say obviously that Rolex, Patek and AP are sitting top of mind for people. And I think that's to the, you know, for the most part, that's pure marketing. But for example, now what we see is that a lot more independents are rising. You know, people are seeing them a little bit more and I think social media has really helped them with that. Um, again, the size of the organization would have been a lot smaller versus, you know, big massive organizations like Rolex and AP and Patek who have bigger budgets to spend on marketing, on creating stories, on creating imagery, on making sure that they remain on top of mind of people in people's heads. And eventually, subconsciously, you start telling yourself that that is what you want and that is what you, you know, what you need. You need it. It's a necessity. <laughs> you don't, it's not really a necessity. It never is a necessity, but it's just the mar the way marketing works, right? They keep telling you, you need it. <laughs> Yeah, it completes your overall look. So you need a watch. <laughs> as, as a marketer, photographer, watch collector, what advice would you give to the general audience? Um, sort of as closing words. Follow and do what you love, right? That's something that will make you happy every single day. Even if it's a couple of hours a day, just do it, you know? Um, for me, the account is definitely that creative outlet that has allowed me to put in what I love the most, which is photography. Maybe challenge a little, channel a little bit of like 90s vibes into that, but also bring in a little bit of watches into it as well. Um, even if you are faced with challenges, which you always will be, still your love for it will fuel you, you know, and take you through it. So I'd say, do what makes you happy. <laughs> I think that's what it is, yeah. If it's being creative that makes you happy, then do it. It doesn't matter how many likes or follows you get or how many followers you have, or as long as you are able to establish maybe, you know, for me, for example, it's the connections I form with people. That's what makes me happy. Uh, the creativity, the photography, and for all of us to be able to get along on watches and music, then, you know, it works for me and it's what makes me happy. So yeah. Do what makes you happy. <laughs> Amazing. I think that's a, a very good end to, to our interview. Thank you so much, Petitris, again for, for joining us today. It was an absolute pleasure to learn more about watches and, and your story as a whole. Okay guys, that was everything for today. I hope you enjoyed this interview with La Petite Brice. And please don't forget to check out her Instagram account, link in the description below. From me, Stefan Dimov, I'll see you next time.